Hello, and welcome to Digital Marketing Musings. Each episode, we choose a different expert to discuss the latest and greatest in digital marketing. Today, we're sitting down with Marian Gendron to talk about digital marketing trends identified in Merkel's digital marketing report during Q1 of 2021. I'm Gaia Reed. And I'm Andrea McCartney. And this is Digital Marketing Musings. Thanks for tuning into Digital Marketing Musings. Today, we're joined by Miriam Gendron, who is going to give us an insight into digital trends from the Q1 2021 Digital Marketing Report. Marian is a senior manager within Merkle's search practice. She's been in performance marketing for five years and has managed search programs across engines and e-retailers within CPG, financial services, and consumer electronic verticals. Welcome to our show, Marian. Hi, thank you for having me. So for our listeners, could you say um, just a little bit about the digital marketing report and what it is? Certainly. Basically what it is is just Merkel's pulse on digital media. The channel and vertical trends we analyze each quarter to keep our clients and in-house experts informed. And I have a great report for you this quarter. Awesome. So what trends did we see in Q1 for paid search? Absolutely. In Google paid search year over year, our growth accelerated with spend increasing 20% this quarter proportionately to our front-end traffic metrics, which netted out to a stable CPC year-over-year. This is very strong and very exciting for us in the industry to see. And with the kickoff that we had in January, we actually were able to secure 33% of that growth to anchor the rest of the quarter. And I'm guessing that a lot of the growth that we saw in paid search or or maybe some of the growth that we saw in some of the other channels can be attributed to kind of spillover COVID effects of, of higher e-commerce. Is, is that a lot of the deduction that's being taken place? Yeah, absolutely. I would highly encourage different ad teams to review their attribution models and understand what the impacts were across their various precision media campaigns, as well as some of their offline efforts as well. So in terms of e-commerce, Google paid search continued to see less competition from Amazon directly on the search engine result page, though Amazon's presence on Google shopping ads did pick up in Q1 of this year compared to the holiday shopping season of Q4 last year, which is really interesting as we continue to see, you know, across the different regions of the United States compared to the vaccine distribution and how different stimulus eligible shoppers might be applying some disposable income to online shopping, how all of these moving dynamics are resulting in the various insights that we're seeing. I would highly encourage various ad teams to to delve into this demo segmentation as well. Very cool. Um, And in terms of organic search, the other side of search, uh, what trends did we see in Q1? Absolutely. Organic search visits on Google were actually up about the same, but this growth decelerated compared to the previous three quarters. So while we are seeing overall front-end traffic volume increase across Google's different paid and ad formats, the organic side is taking a step back with more of these impressions and clicks being attributed to the paid side as Google releases more ad placements and advertisers do heavy up on their paid support. 
Um, examining this deceleration, we did see that it occurred mainly on the desktop, and when splicing out the different mobile devices, comparing phones to tablets, we did see that the modest growth driven by mobile was actually offset by um, the deceleration in tablet as well. So really interesting to think about Q1, people are still probably home with their families, spending a lot of that quality time indoors where it's warm. As we move into Q2, where the weather is going to um, turn up and like we had previously mentioned the vaccine distribution so definitely worth keeping an eye on the different devices as we understand the different real estate dynamics between paid and organic on a phone versus a desktop as people are continuing to work from home during this time. Marion, you are teasing up several <laughs> upcoming episodes of ours about about uh, travel and general local and offline uh, spikes expected this spring and summer. So that's that's exactly what we're looking towards as well. Exactly. Awesome. Well, that sounds like I'll have to be back then. <laughs> of course. Of course. Um, so you mentioned Amazon ads earlier on. Uh, what trends did we see there for Q1? So when we think about Amazon ads from a paid perspective, we want to make sure that we're breaking out the products, brands, and display performance. And particularly on Amazon-sponsored brands, ads did remain strong year-over-year year with front-end traffic metrics up and proportionate to the spend that we saw. Um, what's really interesting, though, is throughout last year, Amazon did open up new paid formats specifically within the sponsored brand umbrella, and we were able to double the traffic at relative costs. So very cost efficient there and interesting to see as advertisers were looking to capitalize on that website and app during this stay home period. Um, However, Ever very interesting to note here <laughs> that sales growth did not keep up with our click growth, and this actually weakened hmm. our click to sale ratio. So, um, yeah, yeah, understanding that sponsored products actually fell to a 75% on that rate there. Um, Sales growth did continue to be strong, though, and there certainly was growth for all the reasons that we've been talking about here. But the majority of spend across sponsored brands, products, and display saw its best return on performance within the sponsored products segment. You've got to love it when an engine just opens up more inventory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, cool. So how about for display and paid social? What happened in Q1 there? Yeah. Um, continuing on the theme of growth, we do see a lot more users spending time on their different social media platforms. And specifically on Facebook, our impression growth there is actually minimal compared to the sharp increase in investment. So over the past few years, we've seen pretty consistent growth or, you know, a pretty um, specific trajectory between those traffic volume and cost metrics, but we're seeing um, a signal of competition here with our CPMs just becoming wildly inefficient in Q1 of this year, um, creating an opportunity for advertisers to make more selective choices and how they might distribute their investment across the consumer journey. Um, in terms of Instagram, another Facebook-owned app, um, we do see continued opportunity for similar audiences on Facebook, however, at a much more efficient CPM. Our ad spend increased 58% year over year on Instagram and CPMs reduced by 5%. So where we're seizing an opportunity to capitalize off of audiences there, we are leveraging a little bit of a cost savings. 
Um, moving outside of the Facebook properties though, Pinterest continues to receive solid investment from advertisers, hovering at about 8% share of social budgets, which is relative quarter to quarter, which is really interesting to see as we move again from that Q4 shopping period into the start of the new year. Um, investment in Snapchat did decline considerably quarter over quarter in terms of ad share, while LinkedIn actually edged out Twitter for the number three social platform outside of Facebook for advertiser investment. So um, you can't predict some of this stuff. It's just uh, LinkedIn at number three. I didn't see that coming. I'm not sure if you two did. I feel like the ability to target people based off of like job position or title or seeking employment or um, just so much information that people are providing on LinkedIn as as their like CV, um, it, it it's a really great targeting opportunity. I was just going to add, perhaps with the increased adoption of Microsoft's MSAN, we're seeing more of that now. For sure, yeah. Interesting. So were there any uh, specific trends by industry that you noticed while going through the DMR? Yes, um, retail click growth actually strengthened in Q1 compared to Q4 of last year. Now that retailers have mastered their supply and distribution pipelines, facing fewer challenges with shipping and inventory as they did earlier on in the pandemic and especially climbing closer to um, Christmas and the new year. Travel does now show some promise, um, showing some improvements quarter over quarter with click traffic down less than 10% year over year and spend up 5% quarter over quarter. Yeah, I feel towards the end of Q1, there's definitely going to be that impact on shipping from, uh, what was it, the blockage in the Suez Canal. Uh, but for the quarter as a whole, it's it's definitely uh, better than where a lot of advertisers were even a few months ago. Absolutely, I agree. Are there any other trends that really surprised you in the DMR? Yeah, actually, Amazon CPC surprised me quite a bit this this quarter with sponsored products experiencing a modest 11% year-over-year click growth, but actually at a 10% decrease in CPCs, which led to a virtually flat year-over-year -year spend. I know shoppers are ready to go to their favorite local shops, but with the, the at-home convenience of the app and as advertisers do recognize the value of the platform and are very much willing to pay a premium on those clicks to drive those sales. I would have expected actually the inverse here, but I do want to caveat that this could vary greatly by product category since we're no longer in this rat race for paper products at home as we were maybe two quarters ago, <laughs> if I recall correctly, um, and some household incomes who might have been eligible for the stimulus um, rounds might have um, a different purchase behavior on the app with some potentially disposable income um, during this health and economic situation that that um, everyone's been enduring. So very interesting to see the, the AMS CPCs this quarter. We'll have to be sure to monitor that into next. For sure. Very cool. So my favorite question to ask and probably our guest's least favorite question to answer uh, do you have any predictions for <laughs> Q2? 
Yeah, so I think I've I've hinted at a few throughout this conversation, um, but looking ahead, I am expecting to see some deltas pop in fashion and retail, as well as travel, as the weather does warm and consumers update their wardrobes in advance and some long-awaited trips, depending on the public health outlook there. But yeah. I'd also expect mobile engagement to increase as users venture outside and further away from their work-from-home laptop rigs. Um, and then if I could be so bold as to hint at a cookie-less future, <laughs> as we all I wait mean... on the edge of our seats. <laughs> I mean, it's not like a podcast or two for that one also. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Should we say, should we say, should we not go there now? No. Oh, no. We've oh, no, already, go we've for already it. went there. Go for it. Oh, we're already here. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see organic get a lot spicier. I think we'll see a greater importance on these SEO projects. Um, Brands looking to own more data, capitalizing on 1P where attribution and measurement are much cleaner. And we'll see an investment further um, move away from more prospecting tactics into the lowermost funnel across um, open exchange or cross-site ad buying that's going to be significantly aggregated in, in Google's privacy sandbox. So really looking forward to, to seeing um, how paid in and of itself has to accommodate the cookie future, but specifically what we'll see move into the organic side and what um, optimizations will become unlocked at that point. Very interesting. I always love a spicy prediction. <laughs> <laughs> and, a, and a bold one too. This is... Uh... This is a fun, a fun episode. <laughs> oh, goody. <laughs> cool. Well, is there any other closing thoughts that you, you want to share with the audience before signing off? Just join us next time. Thanks for listening. And that's it for this episode of Digital Marketing Musings. Huge thanks to our guest, Miriam, for joining us today. Thank you for having me, both of you. Stay in touch and let us know what you want to hear about next by emailing us at digitalmarketingmusings at merkelink.com. If you have not already yet, please hit that subscribe button and rate and review us. It helps others find us. And please be sure to tell a friend about the show. Until next time, I'm Andrea McCartney. And I'm Gaia Reed. Bye.